taste of my not so good singing talent so that TLC hopefully never comes after me. Well, everyone can just relax today because if somebody on this podcast does have to sing, it absolutely will not be me. I'd like to introduce a good friend who's got pure musical talent and a big day ahead because on July 15th, she will be releasing her first single on all major platforms titled Boy, and I'm here to ask her all about it. So without further ado, I would like to officially welcome you, Ishii, to the show. Yay! Thanks, Greg. Thanks for having me. What an intro. I'm honored. That was so kind of you. Thank you. Yeah, I like <laughs> to give I like to give good intros for sure. Uh, yeah. We're so excited to learn about you, your music, and the magic behind it all. But before the investigation begins, do you have any questions or comments of your own? For for you? Yeah, or the world, because everyone's going to be listening to this. Oh, my goodness, for the world. Okay. Let's see. I want to ask, can I can I ask specific people things? Or does that yeah, be... Yeah, for sure. Okay, I want to ask... listen. Oh, I think everyone's going to listen. So I want to ask Dua Lipa if she wants to get matching tattoos with me. Um, I also want to ask... Olivia Rodrigo, if she wants to go, like, I don't know, go bowling together or something. I feel like she'd kind of like that. Um, and I also want to ask the people I've of IV if, you know, we should do a concert sometime soon. In this okay, as year. one person of IV, I'm just going to answer that yes. Like, it's going to happen. Okay, great. We're on. It's set. Done. Good. So... Tattoos with Dua Lipa, we're going to get yes. to Olivia Rodrigo later, so no fears there. Oh, perfect. All right, I'll start you with just a nice, important one, because... Mm -hmm. So you ended up making your stage name your real name, but was there any ever possibility of an alter ego? You know, okay, it did take me a while, because I think with my name being you... I think there's a lot of possibilities there, right? Like I could have just been you, just why you, I could have just been the letter you. I could have just been my last name because a lot of people call me that, or I could have mixed the two went with Yushi, which was like my Instagram username in like middle school. So there was a lot of thought to it. Um, I also didn't think much about an alter ego because I just, I don't know. I don't know who that would be. Right. But I think ultimately, like, you, Ishii, like, kind of like the ring of it, kind of just, you know, simple. I think um, I, I like my last name, so I wanted that in there for sure. But a lot of people think my full first name is you, Ishii. Like, they think that's my first name. And then they're like, what's your last name? And I'm like, Ishii. And so I wanted to clear that confusion up. So I just, you know, I just went with it. I just well, maybe went with they it, think yeah. that you're... You Ishi Ishi, like Philip Philip right. from American Idol or something right. like that, you know? <laughs> Maybe. Okay, I like that. I do like this. Now I will say if you went with Yushi and mm -hmm. then made it big, I feel like you could have gotten a lot of sushi endorsements. Right, right. Like Yushi loves sushi. Actually, in elementary school, there was like a little jingle that people made for my name. And that was it. Like like people were like, you should love sushi. And it was like a little like song that they would make. And like, that's how they would greet me is weird, but it like worked. So I do see, I, I could see the sushi endorsements for sure. And I love sushi. So maybe I dropped the ball there, but yeah, I mean, we'll see. Maybe we could change it. Down that's the line. a little weird. The whole no, it is. <laughs> thing. I mean, but on the other hand, maybe you've just been destined for stardom this whole time. <laughs> maybe i don't know yeah that's definitely um uh, it was interesting it was in like i was like seven and i was just going for it i was like okay that's fine okay yeah. well you know what i i like it i like it so yeah my next question for you is for the people that don't really know you that well you know like the dua lipas who are going to listen to this 
Mm-hmm. What age did you first pick up a musical instrument? Um, let's see. So, well, actually, like, I've never actually taken a music lesson in my life. Like, I took I I was in band in high or in middle school, but I never took like actual lessons on my own. But I picked up the ukulele when I was, I think, in like sixth grade, probably. Um, and I played that during middle school, my hands were like too small for guitar at the time. So I was like, I'll stick with the uke. But then I think it was probably like eighth and ninth grade going into high school, started playing guitar, um, started learning it off YouTube and stuff. Um, and then I've just been playing guitar ever since. And that's like, what all my songs start off of. And that's how I, how I begin my writing process. But so yeah, eighth grade. What is that? I'm in what what grade right now? Goodness, like fifteenth. Yeah, you're going into sixteenth. Yeah, so eight years or so. But I'm not. I'm not that good. It's just I haven't progressed. I've stayed the same. But but it's been fun. It's definitely my favorite instrument. Don't be so humble. The people of Isla Vista <laughs> know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> So I think, but what I'm getting out of that answer more than anything is that all of those YouTube ads, when you go and look up guitar tutorials and you get the two minute long ads that say, Mm -hmm. everybody says that they want to learn guitar, but people stop because they get frustrated. (laughs) Why? That's because they're learning the wrong way. They're learning off of YouTube and blah, 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 blah. And they want you to do this whole program. And I just want to say to all those people like me, the, the, the super, super, super amateurs, that this right here is telling you like, no, you can just stick to your stubborn YouTube ways and you're going to be fine. Uh, YouTube's the spot man. you can learn anything on YouTube. It's the place to go. I agree. You got to use technology to our advantage. Like all this technology that our parents didn't have. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, sure. There's, there's some benefits we have, but there's also some things that suck. So you might as well just take the benefits. Exactly. Uh, Okay, at what point did you decide that you wanted to get your music out there on major platforms and make this for real? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it was it was kind of also in the hands of of my manager friend person. Um she's like she she kind of knows her her ins and outs in the music industry and when timing is right and stuff. And so I was growing my TikTok account and people really loved um, just certain videos, but I didn't really have like a strong base yet for my original music. Um, And then eventually it kind of started growing a little bit more. And so we were like, well, I think it's time to like start putting stuff out. I, I probably waited like started my TikTok in, I think, April of 2020. So a little over a year um, that I waited, but I, I think I'm glad that I did. I, I definitely like got a lot of songs under my belt that I can, you know, release after this and, and just a lot more and stuff. But yeah, it just came down to timing and like being patient um, and not rushing it, you know, just enjoying the process. Well, given that you started the TikTok journey in April, 2020, would you say that the pandemic and having all this free time, especially in those first few months, kind of expedited this whole process? Or do you think you would have ended up here anyway? I honestly don't think I would have been doing music if it wasn't for the pandemic. Like the only reason I started writing songs was because I was stuck in my room at home with my parents, like no friends really around because my parents had just moved to a new area and I was just stuck with my guitar we were doing, you know, Zoom for the first quarter ever at school. So things were pretty easy there too. And I just started playing guitar like for hours every day. Um, yeah. So I don't, I honestly don't think I would be releasing a song like ever if it wasn't for the pandemic. And it's crazy because I I definitely have met so many more people than I think I would have if this didn't happen. Of course, like virtually, like I've, I haven't, actually met any most of them in real life I haven't met but 
Um, I've met a lot of like producers and other artists and writers and all that, um, which has been really cool. So that's like definitely one perk that's come out of the pandemic, if anything. Um, of course, it still sucked and still sucks currently. But but, you know, there's little things that came out of it, which are cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I didn't realize that uh, the pandemic not only expedited the process, but it really started the process as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to take any silver lining out of something like that, and you mentioned Zoom classes, like hopefully, I mean, just knock on wood, if everything goes right in the fall, we get back in the classroom. I am not going to miss Zoom, man. That was (laughs) after four quarters. I was like, nope, done. There's a reason I'm not doing summer school right now. Yeah. Zoom, man. It was, it's so, it's so like different, which you wouldn't think honestly, but like even like the dynamic between the classmates and stuff, like even when you're in breakout rooms, some people just don't talk, like don't turn their camera on. Like they're on mute the whole time and you just like sit there so awkwardly. But if you're in person, like you could probably get them to say something. They could at least like look at you. So yeah, it was interesting. Hopefully we don't have to do that again next year, but yeah, we'll see. We're going to talk all about TikTok in a bit, but my quick aside is that I watched your TikTok where you ended up playing your song for people in a breakout room when all their cameras were off. And that took some serious bravery because if I say hi to someone, I feel like the biggest idiot in the world. (laughs) Yeah. That was like, I, I don't even know. We were just silent for so long. I, I didn't know what to do. And like, I tried to spark up a conversation before that, but that didn't work. And so I was like, okay, like, what if I just play one of my songs and and we'll just see how that goes. But I was so, I was really nervous before. And like, I was like, what if they're just like silent after and they don't like it, but they were super nice, super cool. (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. How could you not be nervous though? I mean, luckily people at UCSB generally are nice, but yeah, that's pretty insane. What's the longest period of sustained silence you've had in zoom? (laughs) <laughs> um oh my goodness in like a breakout room or just a zoom in general yeah breakout room okay hmm i would honestly give it like a solid three minutes which like doesn't sound like that long but i feel like when you're in the moment like a minute goes by so slow when you're just like in a room together and just waiting for the professor, like hit the breakout room ending in 60 seconds thing. Like, yeah, definitely, definitely like three minutes, but it felt like, felt like 10. Yeah. Three is long enough to have a painful experience for sure. (laughs) I think my longest is actually probably about 15 because I had this one class in the winter where we'd get put in breakout rooms and everything we needed to discuss took maybe seven minutes and we were in there for 25 or so (laughs) this is ridiculous so we all kind of it wasn't a verbal agreement but it was just this shared understanding that we were all gonna hit mute on the mic (laughs) and I was gonna be that oh my goodness well at least there was a shared understanding i feel like that's best though because then you all know that like that's what's supposed to happen but if not you're like are we supposed to be talking or are we not that's when it gets awkward but 15 minutes is still very long yeah it was incredibly painful even though there was a shared understanding like i might have gone outside at one point and just been like i yeah. get some fresh air it's a quick stroll oh man okay but back to the music do you have a particular target audience in mind when you're writing all your songs? Hmm. I think it's different for every song. Um, obviously, Boy is like for those who, you know, have ever kind of set their standards lower for a guy um, and just let things slide. But I don't know. I think ultimately, like, I hope that I kind of appeal more to people my age and just like Gen Z, if you will. Um, 
I like, you know, obviously like my, my biggest platform is on TikTok. And I think a lot of TikTok is like college aged people and, and people in their kind of younger years. But, um, like if my music speaks to someone who's, who's not, you know, similar age as me, that's even cooler, honestly. Like, I think my music is written for people who are younger and that's why I think it's so much cooler if it doesn't, or if it appeals to someone who's a, of a different age, cause it's not like my intended audience, but it's cool if, if that happens. So I guess, yeah, I guess people similar kind of to me, but ultimately everyone, hopefully. Well, good. That's a good answer. Cause it's going to be everybody. We already know that. <laughs> How have you gone about the process of writing so far? Is it the music first, then the lyrics? Is it the other way around? Or is it just kind of this concurrent thing? I mean, I'm sure that I'm not the first person to have asked you this question. Um, yeah, I think, I think usually I start off with a feeling. Um, most of my songs have a very distinct like emotional attachment to them. And a lot of a lot of my songs are stemmed off of like personal experiences. Um, I know a lot of artists who can write from like a different person's perspective or a different person's shoes and experience. But personally, like I find it easiest when I can write about something that I know a lot about. Um, so, yeah, usually I start off with a concept and then I kind of find some chords or like a melody that fits that same feeling and emotion. Um, and then I kind of go from there, but I guess like, it doesn't necessarily have to be about my personal experience, but I, I've written a couple songs for my housemates that I lived with this past year, um, about kind of their love lives because I'm, I'm usually pretty involved with it and just like knowing stuff, um, cause we live together, but yeah. So I guess as long as I know a good amount of detail about it and kind of can share that same amount of feeling. Um, it's usually a pretty easy process. I love writing songs. I love writing in general. So songwriting is like a whole nother level of like just passion for me. Wow. I like that a lot. The whole concept of starting with a feeling. I don't know if I've really heard a lot of people say that before, but when you say that it makes sense to me. I mean, I've always felt that for me in the writing process, like lyrics are something I can do decently music, something that is really hard. And that's why I'm a podcaster and not a uh, TikTok star with 10,000 followers, but. <laughs> well, you're killing it. You're killing it on the podcast scene. So. Hey, thank you to all the uh, loyal listeners. Episode 22. We've made it this far. We're going to yep. keep going. Shout out. <laughs> okay. So, of course, Boy is the song you're releasing. Is yes. there a particular reason that you decided to make that one your debut single as opposed to some of your other ones? Um, let's see. I think obviously it did really well on TikTok. Um, I think that was like one of the first. That's probably the second song that like kind of went semi-viral on my TikTok. So that was cool. Um. I think ultimately, like, I just really liked the message of it. And I thought it was fun and catchy. And I thought it was like, a, it would be a cool song to just put out as my first. Um, because it's easy to listen to. The lyrics are fairly simple. I say boy, like every other freaking line. So it's not too hard to catch on. Um, but I just like the message, you know, I think a lot of girls like and a lot of people in general, um, just like have really low standards and obviously it's titled boy and it's about boys, but I think it could go the other way around. Like people just need to hold themselves higher and like real realize that their worth is so much more than usually what they put it out to be. So I thought it was a good message. I liked the melody. I thought it was catchy. Just a combination of a couple things. Um, but yeah, I, I really like the song and hopefully people do too. <laughs> Yeah, I really like the message too. I mean, I I mean, you, like you said, it is a simple one, but it is true that especially at people our age and a little bit younger, do have a lot of learning to do. And I think it's 
pretty safe to say that we've all dealt with someone where you're like, wow, I really had some low standards there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. No so more. I'm going to be thinking about all those people when I'm up on my high chair and then I've got boy playing all around me with yep. round sound speakers. <laughs> I'm just like in a pure vibe. I mean, That's what more do you want? No, nothing. So it sounds like paradise. It, yeah, no, it is paradise. That's <laughs> that is the definition of paradise. You're not gonna <laughs> see any words or any sentences. It's just gonna be that just picture, picture, maybe that five second oh. video clip, so they understand the <laughs> song content. Right. Okay, so they can really feel it. Okay, so now we are going to talk about TikTok because that's a place where you've gained quite the following. And aside from my favorite series that you do, which we're also going to get to in a bit, you have a lot of videos where you'll say, this is a song I wrote about blank and then proceed to wow the audience with your talent. So what I want to know is how long does it take you to come up with those little mini songs? Oh man. Um, it depends on the song, but I'm usually like a pretty quick writer. Um, I think especially for those videos, like I really only need maybe part of a verse and a chorus. And so I I can usually figure that out, like definitely in one sitting, hopefully within like an hour or two. Um, yeah, it, de- it kind of just depends on how how much of a clear feeling I have connected to that song. Like, I think, boy, I finished the whole song in one sitting and that was probably like four-ish hours or so. Um, but yeah, I mean, the songs, the songs on TikTok, like usually they just start out with half the song. And then if I like it enough or if other people like it enough, I'll go back later and finish the whole song and maybe get into the producing aspect of it. But the TikToks in general, they don't take too long. It's just a matter of how many takes it takes me to actually film the video, honestly. Because I'm like, I usually film in a park and there's just like a lot of people around sometimes. I get nervous sometimes. I just mess up the words sometimes. I don't sound good. I don't know. There's a lot of factors, but the process in general probably just takes a couple hours. That's very impressive. I got to be honest, just a couple <laughs> hours for all those little TikToks. I mean... On one hand, it makes sense because you have so many of those videos and only so much time in the day. So, of course, it can't take too long. But also, that's pretty cool. So I'm a big, big Pearl Jam guy. And one of my roommates really gives me a lot of crap for it. He <laughs> said that Eddie Vedder sounds like he's taking a giant shit every time. He <laughs> so it's, it's kind of funny. I mean, I'm not going to lie. He kind of set the tone for that uh growly 90s voice but anyway (laughs) besides beside the point so he has some quote somebody asked him what it was like writing songs now that he has kids and if it was a much different process and from what i remember his answer was just like not really you just have to do it a lot faster and but you know i mean like that's someone with years and years and years of experience doing that and yeah. here you are starting April 2020. And uh, yeah, now here you are just busting out these TikToks in a couple hours. Okay, well, you know, on that note, I feel like, I'm like, is it presumptuous to uh, expect a, this is a song I wrote about promoting my music on an amazing podcast and having the time of my life video. <laughs> no, I, I wrote that yesterday, maybe even last week. I have it in the books for sure. It's in my drafts on TikTok. So you should just, just wait for it. Just wait for it. Of course it's there. How could I miss this opportunity? Okay. Well, that's just what I thought, but I didn't want to assume too much. No, no, no. Of course. Oh, well, that's great news. Okay. So (laughs) moving to not just my favorite series, but everybody's favorite series on TikTok, serenading random strangers that walk by which you do with the always fantastic Nikki Yang. Yes. I love this series for numerous reasons, but the main one would be that it exposes the nature of a unique place like Isla Vista, where everything is so close together. People are always out and about and just generally speaking, always so friendly. So first I want to ask, 
like how did this series start? Was it mostly a product of pandemic boredom and online school or was it really something else? Um, honestly, I don't even know if I remember the first episode that we filmed, but I know it was, it was probably somewhere along the lines of Nikki and I were very bored. It was probably the weekend. Um, I think it was earlier in the quarter, so we didn't have much schoolwork either. So uh, it's probably midday. We always like singing together. Um, Nikki's also a great singer. Honestly, everyone in my house was. So I was blessed with the musical presence of everyone. But um, yeah, I think we were just bored. We went outside. We had a nice little balcony in our house last year. Um, it was a beautiful day, of course, as always in Isla Vista. So we went outside, set up some chairs, and we just started singing. And I think people like were walking by. We didn't really like ask people if they wanted to listen, but as they were walking by, they'd be like, Yeah, like that's awesome. Keep it up. Cause everyone in Ivy is just so cool and like just so chill, especially on the weekends and just walking around and stuff. And I think um, I think probably towards the end of when we were outside on that first day, we were like, Hey, like this would be a cool TikTok. So we, we started asking people and we're like, Hey, like, can we serenade you real quick? And Nikki was filming it. And, um, we got like maybe three people that day. And I just put it together in a little quick video, put it on TikTok. really didn't expect much, honestly. And it, that was like back when on TikTok, I would get maybe like 500 views and that'd be a really good video. Like that would be sick. Right. But that one did probably like a couple thousand. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is insane. So we did another one later and that one did a lot better too. Like, I think it was like a hundred thousand views or something. So we just kept going and it was, it was so fun. You know, we got to meet a lot of people and eventually people like came up to my friends and, and stuff. And they were like, Oh, we saw your house me on, on my for you page. Like, it's so cool. Can she sing to us? And so came like the little thing, but it, it was super fun. And I, yeah, I missed that series too. Is it going to continue into next year? Oh man, I hope so. I mean, we do still have a balcony technically, um, Nikki's in Galita though. So I gotta, I gotta recruit her over and, and, um, tell her to come back to IV, but I would love to continue the series. I think there's no other place to do it than IV. I thought about doing it in Portland, but it's just not the same. You can't, you can't just do it, you know, in a random neighborhood. It has to be in Isla Vista. So hopefully Nikki would be down. Um, and I can, and I can get her back in IV, but I would love to. Yeah, no, that's an easy recruit. Like Nikki, mm-hmm. if you're listening, which you're going to, going to, please continue the series. Okay. It doesn't have <laughs> to be an absurd time commitment, but right. I'm not ready to say goodbye yet. And I speak for not just myself, but all people. Yeah, exactly. Nikki, you heard it here first. We have to do it. Greg said so. It's going to happen. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, Ivy's very friendly. We all know that. Mm-hmm. But did anyone just ever flat out reject you when you asked if they wanted to be serenaded? Oh, my goodness. Yes. So, there's this one like group. It was like two people, two guys that I specifically remember. And we were like, hey, like, can we film you and put it on TikTok? And they were like, no. And we thought they were joking because they said it so quick and they were just still standing there. So we were like, wait, are you like serious? And they're like, yeah, no, we don't want it. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And then they were like, well, but we still want you to sing to us. And I was like, okay, that's cool too. And it was just like kind of a weird interaction. Like, obviously that's very valid and I respect them for that, but it's, it was just a weird, like reality check in IV where, you know, it's just a college town and you wouldn't think that anyone is like really worried about that kind of stuff, but some people are and you know what i i respect them for having a strong opinion on it um and and for sticking to their words so but yeah that's kind of awkward <laughs> wow that's very kind of you to praise the haters i i gotta say though for those guys when you become like the type of performer that goes on stage with dua lipa they're gonna be like oh yeah i definitely just flat out rejected that girl filming me one time and it's going to be a story they tell for years. <laughs> no, I hope so. I hope so. That'd be fun. Maybe then they'll want to be on my TikTok. Who knows? Yeah, I think maybe by then they'll probably 
consent to it. That's just my, that's my gut. (laughs) I was going to ask you who your musical idol is, but I'm assuming it's Dua Lipa at this point. Oh my goodness. Yes. I love Dua Lipa. I go in phases with a lot of different artists, but Dua Lipa has been my obsession for the past couple of months. And I think she's just amazing. Um, Dominic Fike is also an obsession that I had a couple months ago. Um, still kind of going, but it's, it's sizzling out. Um, but I still think he's amazing. And I think Julia Michaels and JP Sachs, they have insane lyrics that I will forever look up to. Also they're dating, which is so cute to me. So, um, I aspire to, to find my JP Sachs one day. But um, yeah, I feel like a lot of a lot of people I I go in phases a lot and you can like kind of tell I like kind of intentionally make music that's similar to whatever artists I'm obsessed with at that time. So I made like a very Dominic Fike song and I made a couple Dua Lipa songs and um, yeah, but I don't know. I think I think I like a lot of different artists for very different reasons. That's a good list though. That's, that's a very good list. Yeah. Is there like one thing particularly about Dua Lipa that makes you like her so much? Um, I think, I think it's because she has such a low voice. Like I have a pretty low voice as well, just like for talking and singing. So to see her do that too. And I know she talks in a lot of interviews and she's like, yeah, people told me I couldn't sing cause I had too low of a voice. And like, they said, I wouldn't be able to do it, but here she is like one of the biggest pop stars in the world. So, I mean, she's also an inspiration for that, but her lyrics, her melodies, her shows and like her stage pre- presence is just so cool to me. And I think she just does everything right. So I love her so much. Um, yeah, I'm only a little bit obsessed. Yeah, I agree. She's got a lot of swag on stage. And so much. I like what you said about the voice because I always thought that she had a really sexy voice. And yeah, obviously she's very beautiful, but I think just the voice alone is, is kind of yeah. sexy. No, definitely. I would 100% agree with you. Yeah, Dua Lipa. Wow, we got a couple of, uh, couple of big fans out here. Um, <laughs> but I want to talk about the other artist that you mentioned way at the beginning, which is Olivia Rodrigo, the rising star of 2021, just 18 years old. She has set the charts on fire, starting with driver's license and now with a complete album titled Sour, which is a pretty perfect title for it. I just want to know, like, what are your thoughts on her rise to stardom as being someone who's also about to put music out there? Oh my goodness. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Olivia. I think she's literally amazing in all aspects. Um, my house and I are obsessed with high school musical, the musical, the series, and we have been since last year before the pandemic. Um, so we've, you know, we've been a fan of Nini, AKA Olivia Rodrigo for a while now. Um, but then she put out driver's license and oh my goodness, you know, like, like no one could have predicted that it would be that viral and that insane in such a short amount of time. Um, but it's so cool. Like it's so cool to see. And especially for anyone putting out music out there, like it's really just a testament to like anything can happen. And and now here she is like one of the biggest pop stars in the world at just 18 years old. Um, it's incredible. And I think her lyrics are also insane. Um, she, you know, obviously is a huge fan of Taylor Swift. So you can tell where she gets all the amazing lyrics from. But um, yeah, I I love Olivia Rodrigo. I look up to her so much. And I think she's such a good artist. And anyone who doesn't like her is just lying to themselves. Yeah, so uh, my parents, when you listen to this, you are also lying to yourselves because <laughs> they're being a little bit stubborn about it. Uh, me and the siblings, oh, though, no. we know what's up. Yeah, good, <laughs> good, I'm glad. Wow, okay, that's interesting that you were a follower of High School Musical, the musical, the series, pre-pandemic, because Love I it. fall into the category of most people just not really knowing who she was. 
before, but we had this one night in the house where it was just me, two of my roommates, and one of the girlfriends. And I just started looking up all these old music videos because at some point during the pandemic, you just run out of things to do. And so we watched uh, Hot and Cold, uh, Blank Space, two great videos, by the way. And then I saw this thing that said Olivia Rodrigo driver's license. And my first thought was that she was one of those people that released a song way back. Like she was like the Jojo too little, too late kind of type. And I just went over my head and I asked about it. And my roommate's girlfriend said, Oh yeah, I know about this. It's this girl who was in high school musical, the musical, the series who released a song about this guy. And then I watched the video and I was like, that made me really sad. <laughs> right. No, that's a proper, that's a proper reaction. I think you reacted correctly. She's, she's insane. And it's even crazier that the song, I mean, supposedly, but I, I believe it is about her co-star Joshua Bassett. I think that's just like the juiciest tea you'll ever get. And there's been like all these little posts all over the internet of like, different clues of hinting at that it's about him and stuff. Like apparently he also has a white car and that was the color of the car in the music video and all this and that, but it's a great song. I live for the tea and I love it. I love that for her. I think she's killing it. So. Do you hate Joshua Bassett on behalf of Olivia? Um, on behalf of Olivia. Yes. But as an artist and as a person, I don't hate Joshua Bassett. He's also an incredible singer and writer. And I feel like he just, he seems nice. I don't know what went down between them. You know, maybe I'll, obviously I'm best friends with Olivia Rodrigo. So I'll ask her after this, but I think, I don't know. Everyone's being really mean to him. And I kind of feel bad because I feel like that's like kind of a situation that happens a lot in like regular people's lives, but just because she's like insanely famous now, everyone is just hating on him, which is like a lot, I would assume. So I wouldn't say I hate him in general. I dislike him for Olivia because I am an Olivia stan, but I think he's, I think he's fine. I think he's really a good artist too. So. Yeah, that's a mature answer. I can't say I hate (laughs) Joshua Bassett either. I mean, also you have to remember that these people are dealing with their first relationships under such a bright spotlight. Like when I was in my first serious relationship and trying to navigate the challenges of that, like I didn't really know what I was doing, you know? And it's like, that's fine and all, but if I had the whole world watching, then that would have been just too much pressure to handle. Like, I don't know what I would have done. Yeah, I know it's ridiculous, but it seems like they're both handling it very well, which I'm very impressed with. Yeah. I mean, got to grow up fast in this world. Uh, can you give me the top five songs from her album? If you got them off the top of your head. Oh my goodness. Um, I love good for you. I love happier. Um, one step forward, three steps backward. Um, brutal. I love, and I love traitor, but I also love, um, hope you're okay. So that's six, but I honestly think she only has like eight songs on the album, maybe seven. So it's basically the whole song or the whole album, but they're just all so good. I love them all. Okay. You make me so happy naming brutal and, uh, happier because those are two. Uh, that I was, I'm like, yes. Uh, so know. good. I think deja vu is probably my favorite if I'm being mm. honest, because I, I don't know. It just, the first time I listened to it, I was like, oh yeah, like, this is nice, whatever, like cool music. And then I really listened to it and I was like, wow, this is very, very cold hearted. Yeah. So good. So good. It is so good. Yeah. I think, I think good for you has to be my favorite. Like it's just so, it's so upbeat, pumped up. Like you can't be in a bad mood when you're listening to it. And it's just so good. You know, what's funny about Good For You is that that came out like a few days before the full album. And so Mm -hmm. we learned about it and I was driving back from downtown with my roommates and we decided to listen to it. And as soon as it was over, kind of like, 
Okay, I respect the talent, but that's probably my least favorite of the three. And everyone in the car agreed. And yeah, yeah, that was just first impression. And then one of my other roommates was like, yeah, I mean, it's not that I think it's a bad song. I just feel like screaming something like, good for you. You know, it's more just like a teenage girl kind of thing. And I don't know if I resonate with that as much. And I was kind of like, yeah. And then I listened to it a second and a third time. And I went to his room and I said, hey, so remember that thing you said about good for you and like teenage girls and all that? I was like, yeah, so I think you were totally correct. I think I'm just realizing that I have some serious teenage girl in me now. (laughs) And you know what? That's okay. That is okay. And I think that's great, honestly, because as long as you can relate to good for you and have a good time, like I think you're winning. You know what I call the people that can't admit that they don't like that song? (laughs) What? Damn sociopaths. Oh my goodness. Greg, you did not just do that to me. Yeah, I know. No, that's great. Coming in strong with with that jokes. Did you write that beforehand or was that just off the dome? No, but it actually was off the dome, but Olivia Rodrigo is kind of always like circulating around here. So (laughs) as she should be. I love that. (laughs) I do have an activity for us though, because amazing. I thought sour was a fantastic name for the album and it's just really funny so i want to look brainstorm here what her next album is going to be called and right. i'll give you a second to think because i think like the theme's either going to be she's either going to continue this crazy bitch theme or mm-hmm. she's gonna have just like she's either gonna have found a new relationship or life's gonna be good and she's going to be so happy. So I thought uh, Cold Hearted Vengeance is one possibility. <laughs> okay. Uh, then I wanted something with alliteration. So I went with Rampant Romantic Nightmare. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, well, so Cage the Elephant in 2015 had the album Tell Me I'm Pretty. And I thought, okay, yeah, yeah. Definitely like something within that yeah. part for sure. And okay. so I went with Pretty Pretty Ugly. Oh. I do kind of like that. Yeah, right. Not bad. And then uh, and then my last one for like the happy days is just going to be something simple. And I went with bliss. Bliss. I see a little short and sweet. Straight to the point. Okay. Well, okay. Actually, she does have a new boyfriend. Fun fact. It's not confirmed, but I did see a video of them and this guy is like wrapped around her. And apparently it's pretty much official, um, but it's, it's this guy, I think he's like 20, 24 or something. Yeah. Which is a little wild, but, but apparently she does have a new boyfriend. So that will be interesting. Um, but honestly, I'm kind of hoping for like a more uplifting, like she, she went through her sour phase, right? Like she went through heartbreak. She was down in the dumps, low she's ever been done that been there so i'm kind of hoping that the second album is going to be like a a growth period like an uplifting i've liked i've like gone done bigger and better things i'm so much better off without you so i'm thinking kind of like a like a a bloom or a blossom um something i don't know why but i'm i'm gravitating towards this flower reference so something about growth, um, I like I like the one word vibes. So like sour, I think bloom would be cool. I think blossom would be cool. I think some sort of maybe flower name would also be cool. Um, I think also she was like into butterflies. Like that was one of the themes in sour. So it could be cool if it's some sort of like transforming into a butterfly vibe for the second album. But yeah, I hope that it's, I hope that it's like a change of kind of switching gears for the second album, but I'll honestly love anything she puts out. So that's, that's, you know, I'll just let her do her. Hey, I'm a big fan of your optimistic perspective. I also (laughs) see you did your studying with the butterfly theme and how that was something that just resurfaced a lot throughout Sour I obviously didn't notice that or pick up on it because I just don't listen to it that much. And I'm not really ready to let go of my masculinity yet. And so 
but you know, but for you, that's, that's great. That's great that you figured that out. I'm so proud. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. It took a lot on me. If she names her next album bloom, there better be a song featuring you on it. Oh, there has to be. No. Yeah. I'll text her right after this. I'll just let her know. She'll probably take my advice. Good. You know, I got a lot of great connections out there. Sadly, haven't made my way over to the Olivia Rodrigo side of it, but you know, maybe I'll get there one day. No, let me know if you do. Cause I would love that. I would love that. She can come to Ivy for a day in the <laughs> afternoon. We just give her a little tour. Maybe she participates in the serenading series. And then yeah. at night, some house on DP is obviously going to make the space for her and mm-hmm. we're going to get a full concert and people are going to go bananas. Insane. I can't even imagine that. Just thinking about it. That would be so hype. She's just in dog shit, like sets up stage and like just goes crazy. Yeah. And oh I feel goodness. like, Oh man. Wow. Wow. Just no. conjuring up the image in my head right now. <laughs> it's a pretty big deal. <laughs> can't get my hopes up oh man okay well we've wow we've just plowed away with all this content this has been this has been great but at the end of every episode it's uh it's an episode 22 tradition which means 20 second segment of shout out to we just give shout outs to literally whatever it could be totally relevant or it could be something just ridiculous like i I shouted out the Febreze fresh spiced apple scent back on, man, I want to say episode seven, but I really got to go fact check myself on that one. But anyway, (laughs) all that aside, you got any shout outs on your mind at the moment? Oh, I think um, I got to shout out whoever invented the guitar, I think. Um, Pretty, pretty special guy or gal. Not sure. Um, I think also I want to shout out um, Trulies. I love Trulies. Um, Truly, if you're listening to this, please sponsor me. I think that'd be great. I think we'd get along great. Um, and finally, I think, let me think. Uh, I would love to shout out uh, Corn Dogs just in general, just as a concept. I think they're very underrated. Those are probably my favorite go-to snacks. Um, just just brightens anyone's day up. So I would have to go with those three um, in no particular order. They're all great. Wow. So while you were doing that, I, I did the quick Google search of who invented the guitar. And then the only thing okay. that came up quick was uh, for electric guitar, Adolf Rickenbacker and George Beauchamp. So... Wow, hey, guys! Well, I, I guess you don't you. play electric thank yet. You do you play electric? Um, I do have an electric, but I'm still trying to learn. You know the riffing and all that, so haven't haven't gotten there. But thank you to those two. They seem they seem like a wonderful time. Yeah, not a big fan of one of those guys' first names, but you know that's that's okay. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, I hope that there's not like the next truly evil person i mean basically okay anyone named donald at this point whether you're younger older yeah i'm so sorry man <laughs> not a good first name they gotta be like know. uh have you watched silicon valley no there's a character in there named jared who i love very much he plays uh gabe from the office same guy but his real name is Donald, but he goes by Jared. So I'm just thinking about him. And that's like what all the Donald okay. needs to do now. Well, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, right? Like, but I mean, he's just too cool to be faced by that. So I think he's fine. Yeah. Also, he's he's childish, you know, like he's got right. He's set. Right, right, right. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Well, I, I want to give my, I got two shout outs. The first mm-hmm. one goes to South Coast Deli because I don't know how I haven't shouted that out yet on the show. Like, I could go on and on about how awesome their sandwiches are without adding any substance to my argument. So all I'm going to say is that if I'm consistently willing to spend my money on a sandwich, which is something that I can very easily make on my own time, that's probably a sign that South Coast is the real deal. 
You're yes. gonna leave that up there. Agreed. The IV one shut down though, huh? Is it like done done though? I think it's done done. I don't know. It wasn't open all last year, so uh, this year, I guess. I'm so, still I'm gonna hold out hope. I'm just in the denial phase still. So no, I will, yeah, I'm gonna hold it out too. Hopefully it comes back. Man. Uh well, my second shout out is shout out to the burning skirts. I mean, duh, like duh. Queens of the city. <laughs> Queens of the city. Oh yeah, skirts. Yeah, it's always gonna be. It's always gonna be a shout out to the burning skirts. It's the default, you know. Yeah. No, it's it's an easy default though. I mean, when you got that kind of fire, grit, intensity, uh, winning. You know, winning's a big part of it. So well, you know, I'll, I'll give a shout out to Black Tide or Blackout. Blackout. Blackout's my favorite. Should we include Black Tide in this too? I mean. Like I'm a very inclusive human being. <laughs> I still like blackout better. Whoops. Yeah, you have good taste. I'll say that. <laughs> Man. Okay. Well, this has been awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is so fun. I am so excited to be vibing to all these songs on these long drives. I'm gonna be uh commuting a little bit with my work that starts in a couple weeks. And so I already got everything set aside, you know, maybe I'll listen to this podcast once through to really pump me up. And then when all these songs get dropped, I'm going to be like, just, I don't know, like, well, I'll try not to swerve, you know, I, yeah, no, you're, you're moving your hands too much to be on a straight, straight road. I'll be like hands straight, like head on those. Okay. Okay. Got it. Anyway, that's, (laughs) that's what we're going to do. But uh, yeah, just a reminder, boy comes out. July 15th, under you, Ishii. That is Y-U-I-S-H-I-I. Get it. Check it out. Uh, If you're an Apple person, no problem. If you're a Spotify person, absolutely no problem. And, (laughs) you know, while while I'm on this uh, promotion thing, just, you know, please find this podcast on Apple to rate and subscribe. And if you're feeling extra spicy, why not leave a review? You know, it's... uh, why it's not? not? And it's a request. <laughs> love that. Yes. I love it. The best but podcast anyway, ever. That's, uh, that, that's going to do it here. And uh, yeah, like I said, episode 22 in the books. We'll be back with 23 soon. I don't know what it's going to be about, but I don't know if this Euro Cup continues on this crazy, tra- uh, crazy, crazy trajectory. I, I can't speak again. Wow. I think Zoom has cursed me, but <laughs> we're, we'll be back at some point. It's going to be awesome. Thank you for listening. And most importantly, do not forget to check out the music. Also, go find her on TikTok. You'll find some pretty good stuff.